for two weeks and then you say I'm a plushie and I like to wear costumes and fuck in the in, in the park. <laughs> right? Right? That I mean that's what I, that's what I'm not what I'm saying. Oh by oh by the way. Can we you know I'm I'm wait, a hold on. <laughs> What's a plushie? So welcome right. to the Walk of Shame. The Walk of Shame radio podcast. Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Walk of Shame radio podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, and uh, usually the uh, wondrous Lexi Rodriguez, but she is not going to make it here today, so we have a very special guest coming in straight from Boston, Massachusetts, Mariah. How you doing, Mariah? I'm doing good, you? Full, I'm doing great. Full disclosure, Mariah is a very good friend of mine, and she's out here because she just finished her MCAT exam, which do you want to uh, tell everybody what that is in case they don't know it? Um, yeah, sure. The MCAT is a medical admission long process. Um, test really for, uh, long process. Oh, you know, that it actually should be a show in and of itself in terms of just overall perseverance and commitment to something. Uh, and you could, you could even apply that to relationships and dating in regards to the effort and the will that it takes, because literally yeah. you, you, you've been studying for this test and, and everybody, a lot of people do for this MCAT because it's an important thing. Definitely. To be able to get into med school. And that's that's not an easy gig either because it's very, very competitive. And you've been studying for, what, seven months or something? I mean, it's been some insane amount of time. Yeah, definitely. A lot of months. And yeah, like you said, like a relationship. I, I mean, it's a commitment. Um, and most of the test is just they're weeding out the people that aren't fully committed to it. Mm -hmm. Because being a doctor is a big commitment. You're, you're sacrificing a lot. By going through all of that. Um, so I think that this is one of those big tests that's more of just more than just the test. It's just it's a test. Like a see. litmus test, really. In yeah. terms of if you can if you can stick it out and put the time and the effort into because you took like, what, 10 practice exams and the practice exams, just the practice exam is how long? Seven hours, seven hours for practice exam. <laughs> yeah, that's insanity. But I think that goes metaphorically, you know, in terms of the dating and relationship stuff. I think that says a lot because if you want something bad enough or you want it, you want to make it a successful situation, then you got to put the time and the effort into it and to understand because we talked a lot about it over the past five or six months or so mm. about understanding. It's not about the questions necessarily. No. And, and it's very, and that's why I like this about kind of relationship and dating too. It's not just about the person or the situation, it's about what it means it's about how they structure the test right like getting to the what you know you're reading what are they actually asking you yeah you know that's yeah. kind of if you put it in a relationship aspect which is exactly the same right because you know a guy or a girl could be saying one thing yeah. but if you unless you don't know them you i mean you could think they're meaning that mm -hmm. but you know if you really know someone they're saying something completely different oh yeah and correct me if i'm wrong but that's how girls talk right i mean literally <laughs> you guys <laughs> You guys say one thing, but you don't mean it. And it's not its not the words you're saying, but it's how, how you're saying it. Right. But guys so don't get that concept. And no. so that's where things get kind of messed up, don't you think? I mean, in certain circumstances? Yeah, definitely. I mean, guys usually, I think when they communicate, they're like, you know, everything's very like to the point. Well, pretty. we're very linear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if we, if, yeah. I want a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Very direct. <laughs> And we're never going to say, I want a sandwich, make me a sandwich. Yeah, we're going to be like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. Uh -huh. what, and then, then I'll say, oh, what do you want? And you go, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. What do you want? Uh -huh. Or what do you think? Or, mm -hmm. you know, you make it all this 
I don't know, put it on you and and like you should know already what I want. Yeah, it's exactly right. In fact, Which is an awful thing <laughs> to think because but it, but you shouldn't so true. be that way. It is so true though. It's That's how you guys true. communicate. What? So let me ask you, and this is off topic because we were going to talk about a, an article in Women's Health Magazine, which is really fascinating, but why do you guys do that to us? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, I don't know, almost subconsciously we do it in the sense of like, do you, are you listening to us? Do you really know us? Do you... Is it a test? Are we talking about a test I was just about again? to say that. Yeah, I was exactly. like, we're kind of testing you, but we don't really know it all the time that we do the testing. Uh, you know, sometimes it, unless... I mean, over time you will, because you'll as a like as a person in general, you'll understand your own processes, and you'll understand how. And your partner will. Your partner will too. Understand you more and more. How you communicate, and you know what they really mean. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you will be able to check yourself. Like if you're just starting something new with someone, they're not going to know everything about you already. Just the same as you don't know anything about them. Yeah, but do you guys give us some slack because we're Neanderthals and we can't, <laughs> and we don't, we don't understand the language? Because we really, honest to God, we really don't. It's not a natural thing for us. We have yeah. to, we have to Rosetta Stone the female language oh, over time. Boy, boy. For real, I mean, hey, it goes the same way, Mister. Yeah, it, mean, do, it does. You but guys talk in riddles sometimes too. We do. Sometimes we say we want a ham sandwich. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so that's a riddle in and of itself right what does he mean no you guys don't well I, your communication but, is not a lot of words mm -hmm. you we communicate a lot, a lot of words you guys use a lot of the body and like you know it's we, like we have to read your body language mm -hmm. and that's confusing for us mm -hmm. uh, more yeah. so i think because we like to talk things out you know, very communicative very much so, species yeah. Yeah. of women are, if mm -hmm. you want to call us a species. Gender. I was like, that's not part of the species. <laughs> the biology like, of me saying is, that's wrong. Yeah, this is the med student, people. <laughs> the med student species. Women are species. I I agree. I mean, you know. It's not the real right I, term for I, it. I'll tell you right now, and I tell I tell my, my girl clients this all the time, everything leads to sex. So, you know, whatever, whatever you think, if he's talking about a sandwich, he's not talking about a sandwich. He's talking about bending you over the sink. Yeah. Basically what I was like thinking about, more like right? hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. that's, he's probably thinking more of like in the realm of a hot dog. Nah, that's too process. that's too easy. That's too that, that's like hit that that's like getting a getting a that's what she said line. <laughs> and it's just too easy. And you, you don't take it. That, that that's the tip of the day. If you get a that's what she said line, like somebody yeah. said, you know, oh that's you know, that that hole's too small, I can't fit in it, or you know, some stupid thing like that. Oh god. Then don't then don't take it because it's just too easy of a line. It you know, is. wait till wait till you get a nice quirky one. So so let's <laughs> so, let, so uh, anyway. So welcome to uh, out to Scottsdale. I was really glad because I told you, you you're more than welcome uh, to come on out after your MCAT, and so I can show you around and uh, yeah. and and I'm glad I'm glad you got and vacation. You needed a vacation after all that. Oh, it was great. It was a great pro like present to myself it was it was it's nice Most and i've definitely. never been over to the this is the farthest west i've been mm -hmm. um in the united states uh so it was really nice and the weather's great grand canyon is gorgeous mm -hmm. yeah, um, everybody should go to the great it's not just a hole in the ground no it really is it's it's not a hole it's, in the it's it's just fascinating i mean we're not the tourism board out here but just it really is it's breathtaking and it, it really yeah I, I get, I mean, it's just, it's, it's very moving. Yeah. It's to, very to moving. I mean, the like different that. textures yeah. and I mean, it is one of the seven great wonders of the world it is. and it is for a reason. It, yeah, I it mean, is. it's a great work of biological art in itself. 
it's insane. It's just insane. See if you if you ever get a chance. Yeah. Uh, it it is so choice to come out and yeah, check it out. So definitely do. So that. welcome there. And so uh, we're going to tap into your uh, biology background, your Ooh. medical background, uh, and especially your millennial chick background. There was an article in Women's Health magazine about uh, porn instead of sex. So basically, she was asking uh, what because it's from a women's perspective, and she was asking. What does it mean if your partner chooses porn over sex? And when we first read this, or you first read this, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, my friend Ashley's in town too, and she's hanging out and stuff, and you guys started talking back and forth, she got really interested in this, thinking this would be a great topic, and so did you. Yes. Because apparently this is something that does happen, and it's confusing, and, mm-hmm. and why would he do that? And uh, so I thought we'd dive right in. And kind yeah. of go over the the basic stuff that she had talked about, and and I can comment from my own uh, my uh, man perspective right. on this, and then you know kind of bounce it back and forth. So what she did was she said, uh, "What does it mean if your partner chooses porn over sex?" And she gave four situations where he might do that. And the first one is he just wants to get his rocks off, and I quote, "That's what she said." <laughs> so I want he rocks. There are rocks being put off. So <laughs> so he. So with rock, you know, with all that being said, uh, personally, that's completely true because sometimes we don't want the muss and fuss of going through the, you know, the rev up period mm-hmm. because you guys, you know, it's it's the whole adage about us being microwave ovens, you guys being oven ovens. You know, you got to preheat, <laughs> you guys, you got to put the, you know, you got to put a little time in, you got to warm yourself up, yourself up. And the thing is, is that. A, a few shows ago, we talked about this. It actually, scientifically, they indicated that it takes about 14 minutes. I mean, that's pretty specific, but seriously, that's what they said. 14 minutes for a girl to warm up, to mm-hmm. get to the point where she's really involved and ready to go. Right. So that being said, you know, sometimes you're just, sometimes you just get this urge. You get this testosterone surge or, you know, the wind blows in a certain direction. <laughs> You know, you, you might, you know, you might see something that kind of, you know, some weird thing. We're just, we're watching New Girl when, uh, when, oh. uh, when Schmidt uh, broke his dick. <laughs> that was funny. And they, and they, and they said, I can't be around you because everything got him going. Yes. And it started being very painful. It was like birds chirping or something and that got him going. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's not about us. It's it's not it's more of a biological thing. It's that urge just to get off, just to orgasm and to come. Right. And instead of instead of it being in the context of being an intimate sharing part of a relationship. Right. With you. And we know we do, we I mean we we know that you guys as much as you guys love sex and you do and we know that as much as we do, it's not about loving sex as much as we do. It's about the the context or about wanting it. As much as we do. Right. And a lot of times, uh, I don't think that's the case. Do you see that as well? or I I mean, like I feel like we've talked about that where it's, I think, men, when it comes to sexual thing, I mean, it has a biological standpoint to it. I mean, it's very innate for guys to procreate, to put their sperm out. Yeah, that's our job. Basically. That's what you instinctually, yeah. instinctually yeah. innate within yourself. The human brain has over time, you know, progressed. So, but it's still there. Women, on the other hand, aren't where, you know, there's nothing for us to give out. So we don't have that innate of just, oh, you know, spreading your seed, spreading my seed. Mm-hmm. 
like you said, it does take us a lot longer. Not that we don't like to do quickies once in a while on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and you know, you just want to. And and that happens to everybody. I would think. Yeah. uh, But we're talking. uh, But again, with guys, I would think overall, yeah, we could safely say definitely that we do it more or want it want to do it more. Yes. I mean, that's like scientifically like. I mean, across the board. Which it is, right? I mean, that's Proven. a biological thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. So that makes sense. I mean, her number one uh, thing about we just want to get our rocks off. I think it's true. And I and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't no. take it doesn't take anything away from the relationship. It's not a take in just in that context. The second thing she talked about was she said that what does it mean if your partner chooses porn over sex and it and it could mean that he doesn't think you want to have sex. Mm. Now that's the thing that kind of struck me weird because she said that he doesn't think, which means, and correct me if I'm wrong, that means that he's not asking you. Right. He just thinks that. And that's a bit that's a red flag to me if somebody if that's a an excuse. Because that just means that he really doesn't want to ask you to maybe even have the possibilities of you being involved. Right. Agreed. I I mean <laughs> if I guess in my standpoint, I mean if he is already he's assuming, so he's assuming that you don't want to or i mean i mean to the point of where he hadn't even tried like you know he's right. not asking no he's not so asking at all, he, yeah. i feel like to my standpoint that he doesn't want to but he's using it as an excuse saying oh she doesn't want to but i think he actually doesn't want to himself with her sounds like it to me yeah because the whole thing that that we talk about all the time is communication i mean that's the essence of everything right and and, the, and if he if he wanted to then he would ask. Yeah. But if he doesn't want to, it's a big fat old excuse just to say, oh, I didn't think you wanted to. Now, if she's, for instance, sick with the flu. Right. And, you know, and you're and you're feeding her soup or something, <laughs> then, then maybe you can make the assumption that she probably doesn't want to get bent over the sink. I mean, yeah, right? she may but, vomit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, well, okay, bent over the toilet then. <laughs> So then if she does, <laughs> no. okay, now we're talking a win-win. That's a win-win situation. <laughs> oh, so my let me, Lord. Let me rethink this then. <laughs> but she may not want to. And that, I get that. I mean, it's, you know, I understand that that might be the case where your assumption's probably pretty much on. Right. But I don't think that's what she means in this situation. I think she means that, that he's going, he's going right to, right to Pornhub. Yeah. Because he's thinking in his mind, well, I, I guess she doesn't want, I don't think she wants to. Instead of. You know, getting into the flow and and giving her a uh, giving her a hug or kissing the back of her neck or you know, right. tell, telling her you know all that stuff the, the stuff that that you want to start the flames burning right you want to get things going so right yeah I just think that's a kind of a cop out the third one about what does it mean if your partner chooses porn over sex uh, and it's about she said maybe he has a secret fetish mm. now that that would make sense in the to me. In the realm of if it's something that he's never shared, obviously, being a secret. Yeah. And it's something that he or she, but we're talking about he because this is written by a woman. Mm. Uh, he uh, he thinks it's really weird and you, you the other person, wouldn't, wouldn't accept it. Or, or it or it could be a deal breaker. Right. But then... What the fuck are you with a person for if that's the case? Agreed. I totally agree. I don't get right. I mean, because it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I. I, <laughs> I mean, if you let, let's put it in, in perspective, if you 
if you had a secret fetish mm-hmm. and um, you were with somebody for, and we're not talking with somebody for like two weeks. Oh, God, no. You know, you're with them for two weeks and then you say, I'm a plushie and I like to wear costumes and fuck in the, in, in the park. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. That. I mean. That's what. I, that's what. I'm not. What I'm saying. Oh. By. Oh. By the way. Can we? You know. I'm. I'm wait, a. Hold on. What's a plushie? A plushie's the. the no. We talked about that. In, in oh! the remember that. Remember the one where they dress up in costumes, in those big old teddy bear costumes. The teddy bear costumes. Yeah. They, they dress up in big fluffy costumes. <laughs> oh. 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 And then they have sex in the costumes. Oh. Those. Okay. That's right. I yeah. never see. Okay. Which, yeah. Which anatomically, I don't see how you do that. But anyway, that I don't. I don't really want to know. It's not my gig. It's just not my gig. I mean, you know, more power to you if you want to, you know, be Teddy Ruxpin, fucking, you know, Raggedy Ann. I, I, you know, whatever you. I don't care. It's your gig, right? Yeah. But le- but I'm just saying, not to get off the beaten track here. Sorry. <laughs> no pun intended. But to but to say that if if it's like two or three weeks into something, yeah, that's. You might not want to do that, and I don't think it should be shared anyway that short a period of time. I think something needs to be shared as soon as you get into the point where you've already gone through and you've established a sexual relationship with somebody, all right? So you've been with them, you have a, an emotional connection with them, that you've been dating them for a while, you have a, you have a solid sexual connection with them. You've done the usual stuff, you've explored each other, you have a really good sense of what they like and what you like, and you've, you've explained it to them, communicated with them. Mm-hmm. And you're at a point where you know that you can, you can peel back another layer of the onion. Right. At, the, at that time. And then, and let's just say that happens with you. I mean, if that's the case, and the person comes to you after being in a relationship like that, and they say to you, hey, I, you know, I have this kind of this weird you might think of it as weird, but I mean, what do you think about it? I kind of, I kind of get off, you know, with autoerotic asphyxiation. I mean, or something, or, you know, <laughs> be, being strangled by a belt while you, you know, whip my ass with a with a two by four or something, you know, whatever. Dominatrix, right? Something like that, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever the case may be. You know, like I said, fucking a cardboard box. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But right. but they're going to come to you now. If you're already in an established relationship, how would you react to that? Oh, I, I mean, I would take, I mean, if you're in an open communicative relationship, you accept that person for who they are and they accept you for who you are. If someone told me that, I'd be like, okay. Like, I guess for me, it's like, whatever gets you off. All right, we'll work with it. And maybe you can compromise or, 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 and if you think it's like batshit crazy, like way off the boards and I'm not talking pedophile weird, I mean like terrible, terrible stuff. I'm talking just weird stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Like the plushy stuff or something, right? And, but if you if you're like, I don't know if I can fully get on board with that, but I know that maybe we can figure something out, right? And, and make a compromise of it, yeah. You know, maybe Which is, you talked about that, before. yeah, yeah, like Batman Granimals or something, and you know, <laughs> yeah. inst- instead of going with a full costume or something where you can, you know, right? And and if they if the guy thinks that he has, if he legitimately, if he if, he, if you're in a relationship with him mm-hmm. and he has a secret fetish and he's Choosing porn instead of communicating that, isn't that a red flag? That's a total red flag. Something's wrong. I mean, you should told you should tell me. Right. If you're into something, I want to know because I want to get you off just as much as I want you to get me off. Right. And this so. is and you would consider this a pretty a pretty general generally accepted viewpoint on yeah. this as a woman. Oh, definitely. Right. 
Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So red yeah. flag, something's wrong with the relationship. I think so too. Yeah. So the fourth thing that she said was, uh, in terms of what does it mean if your partner chooses porn over sex, uh, she says, well, if you've just had a fight, then he mm. might choose porn over sex, which we've talked about this before because uh, I agree with that because I have actually done that personally. I had my, uh, with my first wife, yeah, I've had two, and uh she, it was terrible. It got, it really, really digressed. It got really bad. And, uh, I was pissed off at her most of the time. She was pissed off at me most of the time. We were still living together, but we were, and we were trying to make it work, but it was a tough gig and I'd be pissed off at her. And I, the last thing in the world I would want to do would be to have intimate level of closeness with her because by that time and you're married and if you're in a relationship, it's not just fucking it, you know, sex is a component of intimacy. Right. And and if I was mad at her, the last thing I wanted to do with was would be to pleasure her in any way or share myself in any way. I'd rather just get off and probably get off just to alleviate some stress for being pissed off at her. Right. Because the last thing in the world I'm going to I'm going to do and a lot of guys or I know that it does happen. And I told you about grunge fucking, yeah, which is a terrible thing. Yeah. But it's true. They do. They get pissed off like that. And it's almost like they just want to use her or she uses him, mm. whichever way it goes, and just cast them aside after they use him and say, yeah, I used you and go fuck yourself type of a thing. Right. So, and I, I that's not me. That's not what I do. It's not my gig. But uh, I know that that does happen. But I would never do that. I would rather just take my energy to myself. And right. so I can understand when she says, if you just had a fight. Now, you, we were talking and you were talking about if it goes on for five or six days or something yeah, to where you haven't resolved it, which is a right. problem in and of itself. But Right. I don't know. I think the comment really confuses me. I think that just that statement itself confuses me. It's kind of open, right? General? Well, because like, so you think about it. And so like you had a fight. And it's almost like she's saying that this that most guys use get like to a stress reliever to get use getting off as a stress reliever Mm -hmm. she's just it's like almost she's assuming that that's what guys do Mm -hmm. and because like unless the fight is like like if you think about it i i I guess for me it's hard to imagine a guy like after having a spat being like i'm horny i want to get off now right unless it's like makeup sex but but then you've already made up and that's super fucking hot right exactly but 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 we're, we're, we're not we're talking about before it gets to that point Right. Where you're still pissed off at each Which other. You're still, yeah. So right. that's what the comment confuses me right. a little bit on that. So then I was thinking more of like, oh, is it like a long-term thing? You know, are you arguing? Which was, almost sounds like your, ex- your example with you and... And my, and my, and my ex-wife. Yeah. Right. That's because, what it was. Yeah. Which tells yeah. you that it's not... It's the relationship is the issue. Absolutely. Because you shouldn't be fighting for that long. No. You, know, you really shouldn't be. No. You really shouldn't If you're be. No. open communicating in your own relationship and you have a solid foundation, the fighting is healthy. You should fight. You're going to have differences. That's that's normal for every relationship. Friends, yeah. parents, you know, anything like that. But you always set, you know, you know each other to the core and you know that you'll come back mm-hmm. and res- resolve it. Mm-hmm. You will come and compromise. You just need to cool off a little bit. Yeah, that's a healthy relationship. Yeah. And when you can do that. There's no way in the world that there's a relationship out there that's been going on for, that's a healthy one. Right. That's a true one that's been going on for a long period of time that you guys haven't been totally pissed at each other. If you aren't pissed at each other. Then there's an issue. There's an issue. I, I love that. <laughs> I don't want to get off this topic, but you ever hear, you ever talk to those couples that go, we never fight. 
I'm like, you were lying. You're such a lying sack of shit. <laughs> lying sack of shit. Oh, really, Mr. or Mrs. Perfect? Yeah. Plus, but Or if that's the case, then they are not even, I mean, there's something wrong there. Yeah. There's something totally going on. Totally something yeah. going on. There's got to be emotion. You have an emotional investment in the person. You are as vulnerable with them as you're as with uh, more so than anybody else in the world right and you're exposed and you yeah. tr- and you have all that trust put in their hands that they'll they will take care of you being exposed like that yep on both sides and it and some things happen some things happen and you could be just grouchy because you hadn't eaten anything true and you're out and and dudes you know gawking at all the chicks around you know maybe on the street or something and you know you're feeling not so great and maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a little bent already because your blood sugar's low. Yeah, you might get a little pissed off. Agreed. Yeah, and so, but stuff like that, ha- it has to happen. It has to happen in a healthy relationship. Right. So just to, you know, just, yeah. to, just to say. Wait, I have a question. Do you, when I said that comment about, like, um, it being a major stress reliever for guys, do you think it is? Do oh, yeah. You, do you think that guys use that as a stress reliever after spat, after something happened at work with a friend or something, a coworker, after lunch, after a good, after <laughs> after a good uh, uh, episode of Thirty Rock, after uh, <laughs> no, literally, yeah, anything, anytime, anywhere, it's a it's a hell of a stress reliever. Okay, it's great. All right, yeah, that's why it's we're we're such fans of of getting off. Got it. Yeah, yeah, it's it, okay. It kicks ass. <laughs> Just saying. It kicks ass for us too. Yeah, I know exactly. All right. So, so she comes down after talking about those four things, and then she comes in and she says, "Is it a problem? Is it a problem when he chooses porn over sex?" And obviously, this, you know, I and I like the article just for the fact that she throws it out there. And I know you're going to have a comment about there about that in regards to just it, just the fact that the. the that the article is there and it's actually validating something. Right. right? Yeah. I just, I came, I I always had an epiphany kind of thing when I read the article because I was looking at it and I was like, well, first of all, someone must have had to look up this article. Like something must be going on where Mm. like the woman is like, oh, like he keeps choosing porn over me. And so you're like, oh, question that. And you're like, oh, I wonder why. Mm. So let me look up this things online which you all do and you you look it up and you find this article and you read these points and you're like oh okay so maybe it's one of those things and it's almost like well you already knew the answer right when you got there so because most of these come down to the fact that it is the relationship right exactly and that's what what she says at the end is it a problem and then and then it's like you know, well, welcome to, to Mr. Obvious, because she says, well, it's only a problem if it creates an issue within the relationship, if it's an imbalance. Right. And duh. I mean, of course, we all know that. Right. That, that that's the case. That's the case with everything having to do with the relationship. Right. If there's an imbalance, and don't tell me you don't know that there's an imbalance in something, because because right. most people, if they're tuned into their relationship, and I'm talking something that ha- that is relatively deep. Yes. And in functional right. as a relationship. You know, you know when something's not in balance. You know when your girl is not feeling well. You know when she has an issue. When she says, when you ask her, you know, is everything okay or, or is there something wrong? And she says, no. Or, or you ask her, what's wrong? And she says, nothing. Okay, guys, that doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. It means the opposite of nothing. It means some shit's going down <laughs> and you better figure it out, out quick <laughs> yeah. figure out you know sit down with her immediately <laughs> and start asking her questions and and uh, and or also offer her uh, the whole thing about 
hey, listen, I sense I sense a disturbance in the force. <laughs> Some alien or right, something. Right? Yeah. Some star. Yeah. I I I sense I sense a distra- I I I I have this feeling that something is off, a little bit off. And is there anything that I can help you with on that, mm. or can I help you with anything on that? Right. If you open yourself up like that, then I most of the time, unless she she may not be ready, but you'll. But it doesn't matter. It's not about the resolution in that moment. It's about the fact that she understands you're listening to her mm-hmm. and you're validating her world that something's not right. Right. It's it, that's the communication itself. You know, like just the fact that you say that one comment, it just it knows it knows that you know you feel the energy, you feel us, you understand us, and like maybe you can't really help us. But it's just nice knowing that the communication that we have, that flow, is there. And that makes for an either like a strong relationship. And like as you said, with guys, when you notice girls, I mean, the girl, I mean, well, that's what I mean by the article. Like you're going to this article, but you already know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you think you don't know the answer, but you really do. And you just, it's almost like you're in denial. And by reading these articles, it's... It's causing you, it's causing a barrier because you're coming up, you may be using a different reason for what's actually going on and not getting to the core of the issue. Don't you think that's a big problem nowadays with all the listicles out there, with all the the mashables and elites and the Aussies and the uh, BuzzFeeds and stuff where they have the five reasons why this and three reasons why this and eight, you know, eight things you need to do before you're 30 and all that kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah. Don't you feel as though that they... As much of a benefit as they may throw out there or as a viewpoint that they throw out there, do you think that might be messing some minds up? I think so. I mean, I'm guilty of it all the time. I mean, I grew up with it. I mean... Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you, as a millennial girl, yeah, um, that, that what, what is your impression of all those? I mean... Um, I mean, I think there's a healthy balance between them. I think mo- I take it more of a grain of salt and more like fun. And like, you know, sometimes the article, sometimes articles are good. But when it's like, you know, 30, like, you know, all these things you should do before you're 30 or something. It, I mean, you already know what you should be doing before you're 30. You don't need an article to tell you that, you know, you already know what you want to do. And sometimes I know it's hard for people I mean, me, like, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, and like what I value and all that. Um, but a piece of article or paper, I was about to call it paper, mm-hmm. an article on the computer isn't going to tell you what you value. And the only way you're going to be able to, I guess, figure out value is to experience life. And you think that, and you that think took that, me a while to figure out, but mm-hmm. I did it. You yeah, know? because, I mean, do you think that just the and I know this is kind of off topic, but I think it's important to talk about the the listicle stuff and the BuzzFeeds and all those articles. Yeah. About it. Do you think that they create, from your point of view, and 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 I know you're very, you are a very focused person. You know, uh, you have an idea of what you want. I right. Mean, you're going to be a doctor. It's going to be real medicine peds. You already have that. Yes. It's in your. It's already. It's already exists. Actually. I know. Because you know the future folds upon itself with the past and the present and all that stuff, and you create. You you have already created that picture in your mind. Yes. There's a lot of people, a lot of millennials that because I mentor them all the time. They mm-hmm. don't. They have. They don't have an idea. Uh, you know, my 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 basic piece of well, here you go. To them is you don't have to. You don't have to have an I- specific idea, but you certainly have to have an idea of being open, right, and expansive, mm-hmm. and being uh, and and creating opportunities 
and doing the best you you can in any sense, uh, in any situation that you get into. Agreed. So, uh, so that being said, looking at those articles and stuff, um, do people go there for guidance? I mean, with your friends and stuff. I mean, do they, do they really look at it as gospel in regards to what, or is this just again just kind of a fun read? I think it's more fun. Okay, I think the millennial. We're smart. I think we're smart. You guys are. You're. Fu- you're. That's why I love working <laughs> with millennials. You and and, I, and I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. Uh, you know, kissing up to my to my clientele. <laughs> but I tell you right now, and this is the reason I work with millennials. You guys are the the smartest generation in the last three generations. Yeah, because you actually get it. You get the overall. You get the big picture of what's important in life. Right. With a that's why I love millennials because finally, finally, people know what the dealio is in regards to what life is supposed to be about. And it's supposed to be about self-enrichment. And it's supposed to be about giving back. And it's supposed to be about finding yourself in your niche and branding yourself personally and getting out there and doing good work yeah, and fulfilling yourself. And it's not about how big your bank account is or how big your fucking boat is. No. It's not about that shit at all. It's just, it's it's experience and it's value. It's personal value and how you impact the world. And overall, and of course, there's all there's that whole millennial thing about them being selfish and all that bullshit. But you're gonna get you're gonna get crappy along with any generation. I mean, there there are a lot of dickhead Gen Xers, obviously, and baby boomers and greatest generation. All those people. Yes. Take all those people out of it. Just look at the general the general flow or the general movement of the of the millennials, and that's why I'm excited. And I and the reason I work with millennials is because. I don't want you guys to get all fucked up in the head when you get out in the workforce and you got the Gen Xers trying to twist your mind yeah. into what's important. Right. Because they don't know. Right. That what's important you already know what's important. Yeah. And that's why stay with it and be self-empowered, but but that comes back to the article stuff. I'm just hoping that it the articles aren't you know, just, just for the sake of having to write something and having to be competitive and having to put copy out there, yeah. that the articles aren't twisting things and and making things more confusing than they should be. I I don't know if they're making things confusing. I think the ultimate thing is that it's just opening up communication, making you think like what we are doing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found this article and it th- people thought it was interesting and we're talking about it and now we're opening up. It makes you be like, oh, maybe I should just ask somebody, you know, ask the other gender instead what their point of view is. Maybe at least that's how I take the articles. I don't think, see them as super negative as long as I just don't think people are taking them that seriously. Well, good. So Cause, cause that's, I'm, 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 I'm just I'm just hoping that's not the yeah. case because that would be. You know, that'd be unfortunate. So to to kind of circle back to the porn versus yeah. sex thing, just because re- we're going to finish up the show. Um, I again, it I think if anybody is imbalanced and if they're choosing porn and if it's more than it should be, then it's an it then it's an intimacy issue. There's a communication issue. They're not communicating something that they don't feel right about the other person. There's something wrong. There's an intimacy issue. They may they may feel uh, self-worth. It might be from them. It just and, right. and they might and they might feel shitty about themselves, and so they want to distance themselves. They they might be uh, getting so close in a relationship. You know, the closer you get, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of being all vulnerable, some people self sabotage themselves oh, because yeah. it gets to a point where they don't want to be that exposed because maybe they've gotten really hurt 
Oh yeah. Before. Definitely. Or it's been, or you know what, what a big thing is, is like abandonment issues. Oh, definitely. And rejection issues. And instead of them getting rejected, possibly rejected or abandoned, they do it to the other person. So sometimes that comes up. But the key is, is that, and that'll happen. And that'll happen with people, even the best of people. Yeah. They'll have to deal with that kind of stuff. But the key is, is that and the best thing that you can do as an individual is just to communicate and yeah. find out. And you may find out shitty news, like the other person's not ready for you. But, you and know, it is what it is, It is right? what it is. You know, you there's nothing you could do about it. it. There's good people. There's a lot of good people out there. Lots of fish in lots the sea. Lots of good people out there. <laughs> and, and I know it's not easy, and especially with Tinder and all the other bullshit and all the buffet dating crap that's out there. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucked things up about that in regards to that. That's a whole other show. But, uh, yeah, I know. But anyway... It's going to be about intimacy. That's why. That's why porn. Yeah. Uh, if porn becomes a problem, that's that's what they're uh, staying uh, away from is is an intimate connection. So. I definitely trust. Yeah, it has to do with the relationship. So exactly. So mm-hmm. so that's uh, so. Let's wrap it up. I think we've pretty much covered it, and I don't even know where we're at. Where are we I at? know we're this at, was uh, fun. Yeah, thirty-seven minutes. See. Oh, we did great. See? Okay, for the record, I'll I'll tell everybody for the record. What we already did this show. Oh yeah, we did. We have done this. <laughs> yeah, we we did this. We recorded this show yesterday. Uh huh. And then uh, me and my infinite wisdom uh, with my electronics on the board with the computer. Uh. It uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. And it so didn't work. so the sound quality was really shitty. And and so I convinced you to do it again, and just to go with it. And I I think it came out well. I think so too. Yeah, I told you it would. <laughs> you just gotta go with it. And sometimes it's, it's shit happens for a reason. The, a couple shows with Lexi, it's the same thing happened. Yeah, everything. So where happens. we had we had to ditch the whole show because it sucked. Uh, yeah. in terms of the sound quality. So, but uh, so that's it. Thanks for coming this yeah. week. Thanks for uh, appreciate it. I'm glad you had a good time here and safe travels back to Boston. Oh, thank you. Go Sox. And uh, so this is uh, you can find this on uh, JavaBud.com. I always post all my stuff. Uh, you can go. That's my website. Just got uh, redone. I know. And it's the personal branding so stuff. Pretty. And mobile friendly. That's the big thing I wanted. <gasps> oh, so cool. it's super mobile friendly. And so go on there and uh, enjoy yourself and get in contact with me if you want. Ask me any questions. I love answering questions from clients. And, oh, and he's from great. Listeners too. Ask him. And then at, <laughs> and you can also go to at the Java Bud on Twitter because I, I get questions that come over on that. Have a good week. Thanks, Mariah, for being here. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.